Hi class, this is your instructor, Skyler Hall. So welcome back. I am now in chapter 11, the basic principles of heredity. So piggybacking off what you all just learned about back in chapter 10 with the way in which cells divide both asexually and sexually, we're now getting into, I said, the basic principle of heredity. Or I would say how information that is genetic goes from, of course, the parent to offspring. So to begin things, just keep in mind what genetics is. So I like to think of genetics as being, as put, the science of heredity. And of course, getting into that thing called genetic variation. Meaning going from the differences between parents and offspring. Or even among those individuals of some population. So keeping in mind, for section 11.1, we get the basic Mendelian principles of inheritance, such as terms, meaning these terms you all should know and be able to use, I say, very well. First things first is phenotype. And when you think of phenotype, think of that physical appearance of some organism. Genotype being that genetic makeup of an organism. I always teach it as being, you can see a person's phenotype or an organism's phenotype, but you cannot see their genetics what makes up their genotype. So a locus. When I think about a locus, it is the location of a gene on a chromosome. So of course, it might be something at one locus, or it may be something that's determined by seven different loci. Thereafter, we'll get into the term allele. And I like to think of allele as being an alternative form of a gene, such as it being a dominant allele or a recessive allele. And using basic conventions, Dominant alleles are going to be referred to with, of course, a capital letter, as opposed to recessive alleles being referred to as a lowercase letter. So I would rather you all refer to them as being dominant or recessive. And then lastly, get the terms such as homozygous. And when I think of the term homozygous, I think of there being two of the very same alleles, such as being homozygous dominant or two homozygous recessive alleles. And thirdly, there is things known as heterozygous. So that just means there is one of each such as a hybrid, as opposed to a true breed from homozygous dominant or recessive alleles. So from getting into that, I'll move on directly to a monohybrid cross. I'll tell you now, you all should be able to work out a simple monohybrid cross, given the alleles from each parent, to provide those possible, I guess I'll say, outcomes from those parents. And the same can be stated about the, I guess I'll go down to the dihybrid cross. So you will not work out a dihybrid cross, but you all should know how a dihybrid cross differs in that you have two pairs of alleles on some non-homologous chromosomes, i.e. one pair of alleles is in one pair of homologous chromosomes and the other pair of alleles is in a different pair of homologous chromosomes. So as that is stated, it could be that hair could be black or brown and it could be either short-haired or long-haired as shown on page, I guess I'll say, 235 and 236 of your text. The same could, of course, be stated by Mendel and the way in which those peas were. So it could very well be for the height of a pea plant being tall or short, and it could also be for the color of a pea plant, or at least, I'm sorry, or the peas themselves, being either yellow peas or green peas. Keep those in mind and know how in, in, in that it's worked out. So keeping in mind with this, there is probability in genetics. So with that being said, it's, it's going to be chance that causes this to be passed on or not to be passed on. So linked genes, keep in mind those linked genes from 11.3 are going to be inherited to, excuse me, together. And a major one would be 
to discuss the determination of sex and the inheritance of X-linked genes in mammals. To make it, I guess I'll say simpler, would be that if it's X-linked, it will be expressed more so in a male than to be in a female, because of course males have only one X chromosome, as opposed to females having two X chromosomes. Examples of things that are passed on by X linkage or X linked genes would be red, green, blue color blindness, or even hemophilia. Please see examples in your text. <clears throat> so keep in mind that sex is determined by the, of course, the presence of that Y chromosome. For instance, XX would make that mammal female, and of course, XY would make that mammal male. There are 22 pairs of autosomes, and there is only one pair of sex chromosomes. To finish things out, to get to the extensions of Mendelian genetics in 11.4, you should know how genes interact and affect phenotype, and especially how a single gene may affect many features of an organism simultaneously. So I'll get down to especially multiple alleles and polygenic inheritance. Dominance is not always complete. It could be incomplete dominance. As in incomplete dominance, it would be that heterozygote that has a phenotype that is an intermediate, such as crossing a flower that I guess I'll say is... I guess I'll go with crossing a pink... I'm sorry, crossing a white flower with a pink flower. It would make that heterozygote be that pink flower. And I said pink by mistake earlier because, of course, pink would be that intermediate phenotype that is expressed because dominance is not, in, is not complete. In this case, it is incomplete. This example can be seen perfectly in your text on page 247. It's a key point to know about. From there, it can also be codominance, in which the heterozygote simultaneously expresses the phenotypes of both homozygotes, such as in roan cows. And if you don't like roan cows, we can go to the ABO blood grouping, with, of course, blood types A, B, a, B, and O. So these is also what I'll add to this being an example of multiple ills. So say these are controlled by three alleles at one locus, but still multiple ills, meaning you have allele IA, allele IB, and allele I. So the phenotypes in this case are phenotypes A, B, A, B, and O. And the genotypes to provide you with, of course, type A blood is IA, IA, or IAI. Thereafter, I won't get into each of those, but of course, to get type O blood is, is be a singular I, I. Of course, those are recessive eyes. To finish the chapter, one more example would be with polygenetic inheritance. So with that, of course, it takes multiple pairs of alleles, multiple, I guess I'll say variations at several loci to provide the phenotype scene. So it's with continuous variation and not just with discrete characters, as you all saw, with complete dominance, meaning either a black or a brown colored cat, so to speak. So with this, I say it's continuous variation because so many different alleles are going to be there to express what's seen. And the perfect example of this would be, of course, with human skin color and pigmentation. This example can be seen in figure 1120. In figure 1120 on page 249, so this has been what is called chapter, what is called 11. Please make sure to read the chapter well. And if you have any questions about anything presented here, please do, do not hesitate to ask. Thank you all for listening. and study well, class.